I knew what I had to do. I needed to stop trying to please everyone. And start pleasing myself. Uh, raising? Please the marketing department. Uh, please the merchandise department. Uh, please the live events department. Uh, please the media department. Uh, what about pleasing myself? Uh, raising? Pleasing myself. Oh, boys, it's coming home. It's coming Rome. It's coming Rome. It's coming Rome. It's coming Rome. Mike Rome? Mike Tom? Italy Rome. Tom Phillips? Tom Phillips to AEW confirmed? I, I like how you got there. That's usually how uh, some of the ringside news articles are written. So, well played. I've already tweeted it out. Uh, I expect it to gain traction momentarily. Excellent, excellent. Were you predicting three, maybe four likes? Something, I, something I'd huge be like that. I'd if I don't get at least five. At least. <laughs> yeah. That's super viral. That's, that's about as many fucking votes as Dolores Cattle got today. Zing. Mm. It's about as viral as Gordo is. Hey. Ooh. The penis aids have cleared up, and I'm as fucking lengthy and girty as I've ever been. Penis aids. <laughs> but you know what's funny, lads? And I didn't put this together at all. So we have to go to one new thing first. This is episode 205. The same oh level as Jimmy Uso last Monday night. So what you're you saying couldn't write is it. we're 205 live. We are 205 live right now. Oh. Point two oh five live. Point two oh five. Oh, I have to call it episode point two oh five, no, don't I? Isn't that, that I believe to be fair, I think Soup called their Frank and Gus point two oh five live earlier in the week. Ah well. But this is our two hundred and fifth episode, therefore I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, no, fuck it, yeah. That's it's our name now. We're usurping it. We're we're doing it England on it and we're claiming it as our own. Claim it as our own. We'll get there. We'll get there. How are we? Um you know what? Fuck it. I I don't care. Oh, it's happening. Cool. It's time. A libation. Puff of all. Ooh. Ooh, that Please noise indulge. Is beautiful. Hang on now. Hang on now. Doubling down. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one. Yeah, we need oh. to fix that noise gate. We need those. We, we, we need I a, love it. We need a sound of it. Of cans did open. You, I love did you hear it doesn't matter. Mine, no. No, no, that's where that means it's working as intended. Ah, I'm fuck, I'll have, to, I'll have to open the third one. Let's hang on. What's up, Mad I'm Max? Not. How are you? Hi, Max. Oh, so this yeah. is, uh, yeah, episode 205 with myself, Steve. Fitz is also here. And Gordo, you're hey. back from your two week vacation, which resulted in penis AIDS. It resulted in penis AIDS, but I've also since gotten my first COVID jab. Oh, yes. Um, which went absolutely fine. I'm absolutely grand after it, uh, and I had a trip down to Waterford to see a clinic to help clear up the penis aids. I see. <laughs> you know, it's uh, funny. I haven't had an injection since I was like in school or something, so probably easily over 20, 25 years, years ago. ago. Easily 20 to 25 years ago. Uh, and I was like going in, going, Oh, I wonder, is it like 
sore to get an injection because I just didn't I can't remember the last time I got one like and uh and I was like oh it's done oh well that's I hyped myself up to have a sore arm I was like ah oh, this is grand so that's like a few hours later Kira my arm I do not have this arm thing at all that everyone keeps talking about my arm is totally fine then I was uh, domestically assaulted on the arm she was like is it sore now is it sore now I was like a little bit yeah but then I think it was four days later by the time I actually got rid of the sore arm thing. Holy shit, that sucks. That's because domestic abuse. It, it could have been a mix of both, yeah. Um, but I've been wiped out with, by the vaccine this week. I've just been sleeping like crazy. Starting to feel a little bit better today. Absolutely How are you it. doing after it? Are you At fine your after age, it? Steve, it, it's not surprising that people of your age suffer a little bit from the side effects. <laughs> I thought it was just the youths. <laughs> I'm youths. Oh, God. Yeah, no, genuinely, it, it, it wiped me out. Kira's, Kira had her second one. Um, I, I like to sleep. It's my hobby, Nick. It's my number one hobby, sleeping. Um, Kira had her second jab because she got like one of those, you know, earlier ones where she rang her GP. And mm-hmm. like, she's bad now after the second one, like sleeping nonstop. <laughs> she started a new job on, on Monday. And on Tuesday, she was asleep during her meetings was pretty spectacular yes or she's doing training videos you know so she's just watching shit so i just heard her snoring at like 11 in the morning like shouldn't you be like awake so you don't get fired on your first day (laughs) so yeah i do enjoy sleeping but uh i'd like to have the choice you know don't like the vaccine deciding when i sleep (laughs) which has been happening um, pfizer have uh, applied to i think the the EU and the American Drug Enforcement Agencies today to seek approval for a third dose to be given out after, I think, six or seven months to improve the efficiency, a.k.a. their profit margin needs boosting. So mm-hmm. fair play to the boys. You know, keep me keep me healthy and uh, they can have all their bonuses and dividends this year. Let's hear it for the boys. I thought you were going full Alex Jones. I had the gift ready to go and everything. Here we are. I thought you were going tinfoil hat on this, like going, they're only trying to make money off the vaccine sort of thing. I was like, oh, cool, this will be fun. I yeah. did. But then you were they like, I accept these terms. <laughs> oh, I do. I, I, I was totally against these fucking gobshites. Of, oh, we shouldn't have, you know, these patents on these drugs. These patents should be open so everyone can make the drugs. Uh, go fuck yourselves. These boys spent billions and fucking brought in all these researchers and scientists to develop this vaccine. They should absolutely reap the benefits from it. Yeah, fair enough. I no problem with it. I just don't yeah. want COVID, you know? I'd rather exactly. not get COVID. So I don't care. I, and we, I like we live in a country where these things and living. are... Yeah, and we live in a country where all this shit is free anyway, so... Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this Dolores Cahill person, I'd never heard of her until today, and I wish I'd never heard of her. This is full-on Trump nonsense. You want to be something better, over? Steve? Wasn't it her castle yeah. that um wasn't it her castle that the uh, Viper had a Viper video in? Yeah. Yeah, that's her castle. Oh, good lord. That video is tainted now. This <laughs> this person, Steve, she's a professor in an Irish university. Okay, so now I recognize her. She was the one that was uh she had to step down or apologize for what she said or something, wasn't it? She was uh, saying that it was a pandemic and all that nonsense. Oh, she still is. She's coming to Galway this weekend to protest something or other. I heard there's going to be war in Galway at the weekend, yeah. There's a lot of lunatics showing up. Oh, is that this the Ballinashloe Horse uh, Festival, is it? No. No, Horse no. Uh, That's October. So. Uh, yeah. 
anti-mask <laughs> anti-maskers <laughs> i saw that i saw some mention of it on twitter there. there's a lot of anti-maskers showing up one of the facebook oh, no. groups all 17 yeah. of them oh, oh man they'll bring one of the streets to a standstill <laughs> Yeah, when I went ah. in the weekend before last, I think it was, or whenever I went in to watch Fast 9 and was walking down the road thinking about how much I care about family, um, <laughs> there was an anti-RTE protest going on in Air Square. Oh, because they're the virus? Yeah, they're the virus. RTE are the virus. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Okay, you get it, Steve. Okay. You don't have friends. You've got family. got family. got family. But Gordon, um, when I you went to see I really enjoyed all those Fast... Sorry. Did, did, you, did you go with your family to see Fast 9? Um, no, I went on my own, but I feel that when I was leaving there, everyone who was in the cinema with me, we were all one big family. I see. Ah. We we're, we're all part I've, of the fast family. I've never seen any of these movies, but I really enjoyed the memes this week. Even I got them. Very fun. Very fun. Um, Honestly, they're grand movies to just leave your brain switch off for a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Fitz, how, how's your life? No penis aids. No, I'm uh, all clear in that front. TG, um, all good. Got the old Vaxaruni last Friday morning, as uh, as we were saying on the pod last week. Thankfully, no side effects. Too bad for me. Just a, a tingly arm for a couple of days, and that was about it. I nice. did sweet fuck all this week, other than work harder than a tinker trying to read. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Man, I always have to edit something with you. God damn. Okay, the international fans won't get it. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, sure, the Saudi boys will be all over this. <laughs> oh no, we're not looking for any blood money. It's okay. Oh, uh, classic Britmaker. Just maker. before we do, we've been. I've told people to avoid going on Twitter for a bit because we had some oh, breaking yeah. news before we jumped on. I think Fitz may have already seen this. Uh, have some feeling. Some people may have seen it already. But breaking news from WWE land. Bailey has suffered an injury while training and will be out approximately nine months. So a replacement for her match against Bianca Belair at Money in the Bank is going to be announced tonight on SmackDown. Uh, as Antox has thrown in the chat, nine months you're looking at probably ACL or maybe Achilles. Um, although Achilles is only six, five to six. So you're probably looking at an ACL gone. It's all a work. Work. Is it a work? I the fact that they're putting it out on their official account, I doubt it. Work. And they have an article up on the website. I oh good lord chicken, do not be Bel Air against Eva Marie. Although no fuck it, it's actually one less match for me to watch it. Go take a shit. Christmas from Mexican blah 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 will be announced tonight on SmackDown. Damn. Hope that's it's all a work just to get people to watch SmackDown tonight. Call, it's yeah. a call up. It's a call up. Yeah. Uh, that women's that SmackDown women's division is weak AF at the moment, so they're gonna have to bring somebody up. Shotzi, probably Shotzi, or uh, they've already oh, had her up. Um, has to be heel. It should be should heel, be yeah. So it'll be Scarlett, Tony, Tony Storm. Yeah, she's I already been really up as well. Really like Tony. I really like Tony. Oh, both Twitter. Give a shout out. Yeah, yeah. She's nah. been there for like a year and didn't do anything, or not a year, but she's been on SmackDown for ages and hasn't done anything. So maybe, yeah. Maybe. Three months she's been on SmackDown and hasn't had a match yet. Hasn't even a, appeared. A Mia Yim has not been Mia Yim on the uh, main roster yet. She's only been whatever she was called. Re- reckoning or... Give me Reckoning! Good hell, Xavier. Yeah. Live. I guess. 
she not been that's in that storyline no they're doing that story where she's beating everyone in oh, the money in the bank yeah. so yeah they're just going to scrap that storyline that they've actually been building for a couple of weeks yeah. however however shit it's been and then just roll the dice on something new or do they go really shitty WWE 2020 booking I know it's 2021 but it hasn't gotten better and say well you know if we need someone to step in last minute and so many people are going to be in money in the bank Sonia Deville knows someone who can step in Someone who would be willing to put their hair up and square up. Trish Stratus. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, Trish. Trish yeah, be Trish. Yeah. Did you not see the picture she posted this week? <laughs> no. Good Lord. Oh, look at her Twitter. Get that woman uh, back on TV. I'm, I'm, I'm on a work PC, so I have a feeling I shouldn't. <laughs> Someone will share it in the chat there. Um, yeah. Fitz is on the case. I love it. Oh, mamma mia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Trish there. Stratus. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, Trish. She knows how to work. Knows how to work. And, and so does um, her doctor. Hey. Wow. I don't know if that's true. Well, that ain't <laughs> all natural. It's a spicy fare of meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so that's that sucks if that's not a work. Yeah, that's unless they have we, Sasha coming back. That sucks. Sa- Sasha's not injured or anything. She's to just have her no, having time Sasha, off. Sasha, she was at the performance center within the last month doing drills just to keep fresh. I'll be giving her some drills. Jesus, oh, good lord! For my new DIY project, I need to put up new shelves. <laughs> and mm. the only person that will be good enough to do it is Sasha Banks, professional wrestler. I love it. Yes. Uh, SummerSlam build, yeah, but like, was SummerSlam build not going to be Becky or Bailey and Sasha anyway? I assumed they were going to take the title off Bianca. Oh, Becky Balboa, baby. Becky, yeah, that's true. You absolute plank. Sorry, Becky. Sorry, I forgot about you. Um, weird. Well, we might as well get to the Jimmy Uso thing then. And it is two o five. It's episode 205 live, and that's what he blew on the uh, breathalyzer. Fourth DUI. Third third DUI, fourth arrest, isn't it? Wild drunk. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Why? So, yeah. This is just laziness. Yeah. His net worth, I looked it up for the laugh. It says, they're rarely accurate, but it says he's worth two million. So, uh, I think he's worth half a million a year, like. Yeah, he got a new contract before during the contract season before AEW there. So he's on mm. a good bit of money. True. Plus, <sighs> um, now to be fair, like it, it's easy to step back and kind of look at it and say, okay, well, he's been, you know, sidelined with injuries for probably close to a year, if not more, over the last couple of years because he's had a couple of serious injuries. So God knows what goes through the mind of someone of his... Um, Stature who has to go on the sidelines and suffer through painful rehab and all that sort of stuff. Clearly, he's got some issues that he uh, needs to address. So, <sighs> yeah, how many times has he does it? Has he done it and not been caught? That's the one. Well, that's it. That's yeah. yeah. And like at the end of the day, how many more times is he liable to do it if he doesn't go get help? Mm-hmm. So you had the whole thing with wrestle votes, who are usually fairly accurate with the stuff, saying that there was. People in the the higher ups were furious over this because this all leads into the Roman Reigns storyline, which feeds into the John Cena return angle. 
Mm-hmm. So if they fucked up plans for that, he's in a lot of trouble. Um, they haven't I, announced it. You know, they normally go, uh, blah, 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 is responsible for their own actions when things like this happen. I don't They haven't think, done anything. I, I don't think it's a case of trouble here. I think, if you look, there's a history with this company for as much shit as we give them for a lot of things. Look down through the years at how they've treated people who clearly have a problem. Umaga basically refused to go to rehab the time and they basically had no choice but to let him go. Yeah. But they kept trying to drive him into rehab. They pay for rehab for people who just used to work for them but are no longer under their employ. When it comes to this sort of stuff, they're generally, while they may toe that line and put that stuff out there from time to time about, you know, responsible for their own actions, when it comes to actually getting people help, they're generally pretty spot on. Yep, true. Um, I hope that would be the situation here. Look, whatever, look, it's stupid. Whatever the fuck happens with the storyline is one thing, but I think big issue for me is just, like, we all know someone who struggled with this sort of stuff in their own personal lives, I think, in one way or the other, to one extent or another. But, Jesus Christ, just hope the leg gets his help on whatever happens. Um, get a taxi. Just get a fucking taxi if you're going to go out a, having a few beers. I said it in a reply to, uh, I think it was John Draper the other day, um, he was putting out, he was obviously tweeting out about it and I think I said something along the lines of basically I have mates who were living remember, remember half an hour, 40 odd minutes outside of town and we'll get taxis home after a night out. You could be looking at 50 odd quid's worth of a taxi to yeah, get home. I was going to say, at great and, expense. And these are people who are on barely above minimum wage. We're not talking, like, and this is going back a while. So like, it's, it's not talking now we're, you know, 50, 60 grand a year sort of job. We're talking literally barely above minimum wage. But these people knew if they were going out for a couple of drinks, that this was going to be part of their expense. Yeah. Exactly. You just have to accept that. And he's on someone who, yeah, he's on a hell of a lot more fucking money. And you have to say, right, where is the situation where these people, as as they say, they are responsible for their own actions. But they need a bit of a clatter from time to time as well. Ah, look, it's sad. It's, It's sad and it's worrying. You know what's sad and worrying in his life? Oh, yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Like he obviously he's, he's got a brother in the industry, who, so he can understand things from all angles. You know, he knows what he's going through from personal and professional aspect. Why is he not getting involved a bit more? And obviously he could be, for all we know. But yeah. obviously his wife is involved in the business as well. Like, why aren't these people looking out for for um for this guy when he when he need, clearly needs help? It's, it's, yeah, I, I think, just, like you said, just how many times can this have happened without us knowing for him to only get caught now and to blow what four times over the limit? It's just crazy shit. Four DUIs is insane. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, I'm sure it could happen to you once if you try to risk it, and you could be somewhat forgiven for that. Once you do it a second time, like, I mean, you're endangering other people and yourself. It's not just yourself who's going to be killed on the road, it's somebody else. So, like, I don't know. He's got to do something. You know what else is sad and worrying, Fitz? The raw ratings. Apart from that, the raw rating. It's done it again, boys. They've hit a new record low. Who would have thought it? New record-breaking Monday Night Raw. Yeah, must be Monday. Uh, Raw's lowest ever rating, uh, 1.472 viewers. Previous low, uh, (laughs) million viewers. (laughs) That would be really bad if 1.4 people watched it. Um, Previous lowest ever was 1.527 on December 14th, 2020. We have a new champion. 
The thing is, I didn't think it was a terrible show. It wasn't terrible. It's just a victim of months and months and months and years and years and years of this nonsense booking. I think it Roll just proves that um, the tooth of the Loch Ness Monster is not a draw. Fucking hell. Oh, God, what are these history there. segments? What is this? Are they trying to turn fucking Drew Heel here? <laughs> By just being the most boring man in, in living memory? I, it got awful. It's it real is. bad. But the worst thing is the in-ring stuff, I've said this for the last couple of weeks, the in-ring stuff is really good. I thought yeah. the, I think the in-ring stuff, Jesus Christ, Ricochet and Joe Moore could watch those two wrestle every week. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Like every week victories, having, you know? Yeah, well, except that. The matches bell to bell are fantastic up until the finishes every fucking match. Um, but I think I won't, I'd be okay if they done it. Just the stipulations every so often. Um, yeah, or finishes, just actual finishes. But like, what's going to happen with the school by roll up and money in the bank? Someone going to hit a fucking a, surpri- <laughs> a surprise roll up at the ladder? Oh, Lord, <laughs> Riddle's, in it. Riddle's in it. He has that kind of small package driver where he lifts him up for a suplex and catches him in a small package. That's what he's going to fucking do. He's going to do that off the ladder. That's to knock someone off the ladder, as Sean was saying. They'll roll the ladder up <laughs> just, <laughs> under the ladder and just hook the leg. Oh, man. Oh, I did so I did say I really it. enjoyed uh, Riddle climbing the ladder for the promo to call back to that thing a few years ago when they were all just inexplicably raw opened with six people <laughs> standing <laughs> on the top of ladders. Uh, <laughs> that was so good. Uh, I remember. Very good. It was very good. Um, oh. Yeah. Who fucking replied to the SRS tweet? Oh, no. What happened? I mean, Michelle. No, no. Um, he put out something saying, WWE very much needs to introduce Bailey as McAfee and Michael Cole's third. I want Pat and Bailey trolling Cole for two hours. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. That's not going uh, to my veins. Uh, this week was the 25th anniversary of Hogan being the third man to start the new world order of professional wrestling, brother. But Hogan's here to save us from the outsiders. Yeah. Yeah, whose side is he on, Fitz? Whose side is he on? Ah, oh, that made me sad. We'll never have anything as cool as that again. Like the fans totally believing it, throwing all the shit into the ring. Oh, so good. So, so good. Oh, well. I don't know. We're getting close to it. The Cody versus uh, imploding. It's This could, this could be good. No, nowhere near levels, of course, but... Mm. Um, did they did they started something this week that has the potential to emote similar feelings? Yeah, we'll get to it. So, um, just on that, how true is this story about Alistair Black's contract not being updated to a ninety day release clause? Very. Yeah, yeah. reported from three different sources. And there's more context can be provided in the form of Buddy Murphy's interview with SRS. Right. Um, which I can help because I have actually listened to it. It's really, really good. Um, we're going to give them a cheap plug as if they ever need it. Um, check out Sean Rossap's interview with Buddy Murphy. It's from about an hour and 20 minutes long. Really goes into detail around his dislike of how certain stories were handled. Um, basically, the fact that he basically wasn't watching the product. Um, but when it comes to no compete, so the story goes uh, that Alistair Black or Malachi Black or Tommy Enns no, non-compete was never updated from 30 days to 90 days when he went up to the main roster. Which means he never got a new contract 
then. Yeah. When he came up to the main roster. That's insane. Either, either that or he got it, but they basically didn't update. They just updated the number and the length on it and didn't update the non-compete from what was on his NXT one. It could be they done it that way. Right. Um, but what happened was, apparently the day after they all got released, Buddy Murphy got a phone call from the office. Now, bear in mind, these people were all caught due to budget cuts. But he gets a phone call of someone in a little bit of a panic the day after he got released, telling him that there was an error with his contract. And as a result, they hadn't updated his non-compete to be a 90-day. And asked him, basically said, if you want, we can extend this out and give you the full three months instead of the one month. It's up to yourself. Sold. So he turned around and he's like, no, I'm pretty sure mine is 90 days. He's like, I have the letters and everything here. So to his credit, he went and looked it up and said, nope, I definitely have, no, mine's definitely 90 days. Um, so obviously they picked up that there was someone. They were so inept that they didn't know who had the shorter fucking How did they even know there was one out there? Not a clue, but somehow they knew and they knew enough that they rang Murphy and like, yeah, and he's like, no, no, it's all good. My non-compete runs through roughly August 30th or 31st. I'm like, oh, and he's like, you could hear the person feeling more relieved and even how they were talking to him afterwards. But that also brings up the question of, if this was all due to budget cuts, why would you ring someone and offer to pay them for two extra months? Yeah. Hold the phone, Gordo. Are you somehow insinuating that they were not 100% truthful when they said that the cuts were due to budget restrictions? Uh, I'm not the one saying that that actually came from Buddy Murphy himself. Oh, um, is, this, is this the company that's reported record profits for the last, like, 15 well, quarters on record? It, it doesn't matter company. to us. It doesn't matter to us, Steve. Budget cuts, man. But, oh, budget cuts. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. And uh, just another quick thing that he mentioned while, while on this. I, I can go through one or two more things. But do you remember during the Roman storyline? Where Roman had the big thing fall on Roman, and there was the whole thing with the fake Eric oh, Rowan and all that about stuff. This today, yeah. yeah. So basically, what happened was during one of the segments when Roman was walking down that down that fucking corridor backstage in the build up to it, Murphy was sat on one of the boxes. He wasn't meant to be there. It was all a complete accident, and basically, he was sitting at home. He was trying to come up with some ideas. He basically, he'd pitched an idea, something didn't work or whatever, and he was told to come up with a couple more ideas. So he was sitting around, just sitting on a box, trying to get into a kind of a bit of a quiet place. And then apparently he sees Roman walk past, and he's just kind of like, oh, hey, whatever. And then that was it. So nobody told him to clear the area or whatever. And then he's sitting at home that night, and he gets a text off Elias saying, uh, did I just see a wild, uh, was it, did I just see a wild Murph appearance on SmackDown? He's like, what? So yeah, there's a Murph appearance. He's like, oh, shit. And that basically led to him actually getting on TV for the first time since he was drafted ah. to SmackDown. And then he got that banger of a match with Roman and Buddy Murphy. Yep, yep. Roman Murphy, uh, then his match with Debray, and then he had a match with Ali, I think it was, three weeks in a row. And then nothing was done with him until he got drafted to Raw. They were the three matches that basically got... Um, they were the three matches that got Heyman to be able to have a bit of clout to be able to get him over to Raw. Meltzer reporting that Jimmy Uso is backstage in Tampa. But for how long? <laughs> They're going to do the classic WWE thing of ignoring it. He gets written off tonight. Yeah. Well, he like the thing was, he could have been written off last week because Edge beat the piss out of him. He could have yeah. written him off there. Um, but like, hey, what can you do? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they, maybe they maybe they fire him or suspend him tonight. Maybe they just wanted to get him in front of Vince. Basically, talk to him and say you need to sort your shit out. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just <clears> quick, quickly to tie things up on the Murphy thing. Seriously, I would really recommend if people have a spare hour or so, listen to it just to see. It gives really good insight into how things are behind the scenes there and how stuff runs. I know we hear from a lot of people, but there's just something about hearing it from that you're like, fuck, this is a real, it's a shit show. But uh, he comes across really well in it and comes across a really nice guy. So, uh, yeah, and he was given nothing away about what the future holds. I'm guessing he also would want to have as much employment because he's not a citizen and he's not married to an American it's to sort out his to sort out his visa and stuff now apparently he said he's he's working on getting that sorted in a couple of different ways at the moment and by talking but to that, Tony Khan <laughs> probably uh, but that yeah basically that, yeah he said like obviously as soon as they mentioned it he's like well yeah of course I'll take it so that I can you know sort out my future but then when he looked at the papers he said no everything was okay so but yeah, so he has up until the end of August to get his shit together, but apparently he already has the ball rolling on most of it. And like, he's happy enough, he's looking forward to it. He's like, look, I'm 32 years of age. It's like, I haven't even peaked yet. He was talking to Triple H about going back down to NXT or what else could he do to try and get himself on TV. And basically just nothing was happening. But he's like, look, I just want to work. So he's another one of those guys that just, he has a bit of pride in what he's doing. And look, it'll be good to see what, what the future holds for him. But yeah, comes across a really nice guy. Well, um, he was one of the people that Paul Heyman wanted to bring over to Raw, I believe. Yeah. So, he yeah, said all of them are gone now. He said that Heyman was willing to give up Strowman to SmackDown to get the likes of himself, Ali, oh. and three or four others. He basically said he, apparently Heyman had a list of like four or five guys that weren't being used on SmackDown that he wanted. And he pretty much said, I have no problem giving up Braun Strowman to get these guys over because I know I can do stuff with them. All of them are gone. like uh, Black, Andrade, Murphy, FTR... I think it was black. Uh, I think it was black. Murphy, Andrade, and Ali were the four. He said were four of the ones he said that he wanted them for. The revival were involved as well. Maybe I'm it could wrong. Be, it could be something like that. But yeah, it was basically it was four or five basically acts that he said I want these guys. You're not doing nothing with them, and I have no bother giving up the likes for Strowman to get them. That's a fucking endorsement. It. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Did he ever? Did he talk anything about the King of the Cruiserweights, Enzo Amore? Uh, he did not mention Enzo, but he, he talks a bit about his Shameful. own run in 205 and about kind of the handling of it and, you know, how basically they were going out and having these bangers and matches and stuff and how there were certain ones that I'm seeing as the future of the company and then, you know, none of them are there anymore. Um, and how he kind of felt like the heart was cut out when certain people left and how, you know, th when this person left, it was kind of plunging another nail in the coffin and how with Tony Nese going, that basically it's dead to him. So I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, because I saw him talking about how he doesn't watch the product and he just watches Wrestle Talks five minute reviews. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hilarious mission. Yeah, but uh, yeah, ah. it's, as I said, it's it's good, and if people are like working and shit, I need to kill an hour. It's it's good audio to just have on the side. To... Mm. Um, Malachi Black. I wish I didn't look at Twitter during the day because it kind of got spoiled early. Do you remember that video uh. he did a while ago where he was like? You know, it's all going to happen on the same day. I'm going to release that video and then something's going to happen that day. So like I saw that he released a video of him in a mental hospital in chains. I was like, all right, he'll be on the show tonight then. Yeah. But I thought he, but I thought he, off, he, I thought he just opted out of his 90 day. But now we know he actually didn't have a 90 day at all because <laughs> they do let people out of their 90 days because obviously they can't say budget cuts and then not let them out, not yeah. let them out of the deal. Um, 
Yeah, um, that was a great debut. Um, how many debuts like that did we miss out on in the fucking Daly's Place era with no crowds? But Steve, what happens is, right, you, you pull the truck up to the ramp to the right of the stage. <laughs> and then the, the men walk era. down the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh, the car era. Uh, yeah, you missed out. Like Brody Lee in New York uh, in March 2020 is the big one that we missed out on. In, in uh, what's the name? He's Rock something? Rochester. Rochester. Rochester, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for Blood and Guts, wasn't it? Originally. Matt That's Hardy right. missed that one. You essentially missed Andrade. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Return of Pac, FTR. FTR is a big one to me, yeah. Brody's entire run, no crowds. Oh, man. Imagine that he beat the living piss out of Cody with a full crowd. That would have been oh. amazing. Ah, so much stuff we missed out on. Look, at least the video package of WWE Dynamite highlighted it all pretty well. So that's good. <laughs> good old Huge. JR. Um, but yeah, Black Debuts. Where, what is this Cody thing you speak of, Fitz? You yeah. spoke of earlier. So the, the opening match of Dynamite this week was the strap match that nobody was looking forward to, but... Um, actually kind of delivered to be fair it was it it it, it was a decent match for what shy. it was <laughs> that's just your natural uh, innate hatred towards qt marshall he was shy uh, you know, like pin pals alone. you're, you're shite in a bucket uh we, call the, the, we need to start calling qt's lads the pin pals <laughs> you know the, the simpsons bowling team <laughs> yeah the crowd were hot for it, to be fair. Way more interested in it than I thought that they would have been. Uh, so I think the, the Codyverse was still alive at that stage. But uh, see, I don't know if you heard this, but there was storms in the Florida area all week. And there was a bit of a blackout during the match. So thought those pesky lights and electrics had failed them. Very well but lo played. and behold, later on the night... Uh, Aaron Anderson is about to do a promo with uh, your boy Tony Schiavone and the lights go out again and like, god damn these motherfucking lights and all of a sudden lights come back up and there's uh, Malachi Black and the black mask to poor old Aaron that's how you're going to get uh, attention straight away hitting an old guy yeah. and then Cody comes out to protect him and uh, he gets kicked in the head too and the crowd go wild Did you see the fan footage of it from, from the corner um, no. It does. It TV didn't pick it up as well. It, I mean, it did, but the the way the cat, the angle that the fan got was great. So when Cody hits the ring immediately, so like Black is just standing there, very stoic after what he did. The minute Cody's feet hit the ring, he's straight into a stance, ready to go. It was just just the way he did it. It was perfect. It was like a caged animal ready to kill someone. Loved it. And then mm-hmm. Cody goes, you know, back away, back away. I got to check on this guy, and he goes, yeah, no problem, no problem. The minute Cody puts his head, the minute Cody turns away, hits him in the face with the kick. Nice. Just perfect. Like world class shit. Everything was inch perfect. Loved it. Yeah. Like, and we, the story. We, we, go oh, ahead. My um, did you see the, his uh, interview where he explained what this character is? Not to go down the fiend lore route, um, but. Um, to, uh, Tommy End was possessed by the devil. That was the whole thing. Um, there was so, some sort of bullshit when he was on TV where Alistair Black was like a detour. It was a, a schizophrenic episode in, in the life of Tommy mm. End. 
and that led him to Malachi Black. It's a lot more detailed than that, but to not go he down the like, fiend lore route. He was like the devil with amnesia, as yes. Alistair Black. Like, I, I see people hating on this stuff and thinking it's stupid. I was like, I don't, I, the storylines, it's characters again. This right, is what we, we wanted. We believed there was a dead man undertaker yeah. for three decades. I think we can get behind this. Do you remember the time they killed him dead, the dead man, at the Royal Rumble? They yeah, murdered killed him. him dead. Killed him Do you remember dead. they murdered the dead guy? Oh. Like, what does this all mean? Does it mean he's alive again because he killed the dead guy? You know? What's dead may never die. Double yeah. dead. <laughs> he's double dead. So does that mean he was alive? Is that how he became later Biker Taker? Huge. You know, if you put the pieces of the puzzle together. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Black was, we said it when all that last batch of releases, we all said it. Give me Alistair Black in AEW. And give it to me yesterday, and we got kind it. Kind of didn't want it to be against Cody. Yeah, I'm guessing Cody will lay down though, because he's fucking better. A big star. This is a big guy. This is someone you can put the title on. I'm putting it out there. If he doesn't, I am done with AEW. <laughs> You're such a mark. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, I have been a fan all my life, and this is too far. I love the pettiness I, I, of it. I go you watch know what's I'm with you, Gordo. I'm never I watching wrestling for any company again. I go Cody wins this match. No, and, and talks with the shout out. He did it for Brody. This yeah. is someone of that level. He should be for the, He should be laying He'll, down for this guy. He will do it. Of course, he will. You know, this. Um, I'm going to fantasy book this one to a degree because oh um, does Cody lose? I'm going to fantasy book this. Just, just give oh, me a no. little moment. We're, oh, we're going no. to sit. We're going to sit by the pool here for a second now. Sip some, uh, sip some beers and enjoy this. I like it. Okay, okay. We've You're, criticized. Uh, my defenses are down. Then you've got me. Okay, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Always by the pool. Uh, we've rightly and wrongly criticized uh, AEW for the way they've debuted stars. They've hit the nail on the head with this one. Brought him in immediately while his uh, stock was still high. And he's the number one in, star in the business right now, Fitz, in my opinion. Number one. Nobody higher. Because he's fresh and new. <laughs> well, yeah, but like he, he's got so much interest and he's yeah, no variety. You know, you, you couldn't have brought him in at a, at a hotter time. I'll, I'll say that. Perfect. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. You're bringing him in straight away into a program with arguably the, the biggest star in the company, Cody, or who has the biggest pull or biggest draw. Ultimately, like it was proven in Miami that Cody is still a draw. He'd obviously yeah. gotten tired in Jacksonville with the fans there week in, week out, and he wasn't doing too much. This is going to be, in my mind, if they do it right, and obviously there's an awful lot of permutations to, to work here, but this is how you turn Cody heel, because that reaction on Wednesday night in Miami, the fans aren't going to go heel for Black. Just not going to happen. They, they love him too much. He's too much of an um, intriguing character like The Undertaker was. Undertaker was never really a heel. Even when he was in the ministry, he was never really a heel. This is going to turn Cody heel. So if Cody wins this feud first off, I'm okay with it because of the heel turn and the immediate heat he's going to get as a result of it. Oh my, he has spent a year of cancel coin on this. (laughs) Oh my God. Antox is going to be rich. (laughs) Uh, I can see your point. Um, I wonder, it would have to be via some pretty spectacular shenanigans absolutely and that's what's going to make black even bigger you know that's how you book this so that both guys get the rub no black wins lol (laughs) like it simple Um, as black wins lol moves on cody written off tv for once we can go be a daddy 
Uh, this was the this phrase I hadn't heard of before, but apparently people use and Fitz used it there a second ago. The Cody verse, because he lives in a bubble because he can't win. He can't go for the title. I thought that, that's a nice way to put it. And he lives in this weird. I'm going to work with the Nightmare Family segments that just feels detached from the rest of the show. So that would be cool to kind of bring him back in a little bit here. Because eventually we need to get the whole, the, the wall that he needs to climb to get back to being allowed to challenge for the title down the line. Can I call out you something? You, sometimes you might just need him there because he's a big star. Was I, was I the only one who, as soon as I tuned into Dynamite, I was like, okay, of course for the first match back on the road, the first fucking entrance they're going to have on TV is Cody. <laughs> of course he'd have to make himself the first guy to fucking walk out he can't win the shiny belt so he has he to get all the shiny, shiny fireworks belt, so he gets the shiny fireworks title or f- fucking plaudits I should say <laughs> I was like why why could this not have been a derby or a jungle boy imagine the first thing they hit was jungle boy's music mm. crowd singing that going fucking buck eight to it or Judas I'm but guessing no, jungle boy had... will be on one of these four uh, pay-per-view style shows I don't know. He could be. Could be home. Could be at home looking after herself. And she's still recovering oh. from injury. Oh, jungle boy, jungle man, jungle, jungle man. man. Yeah. So at least we're we're done with with the pin pals by the looks of things. QT can go back to the school. Mm, it's it over. looked like we, they've pivoted away it, again. It looks like they've read the room quite well and said, "Okay, mm. this isn't working." It was a clean, decisive victory with no real recourse or uh, follow-up required. So hopefully they um, put a pin in it, and thankfully now that Black has come in and started something with Cody straight away, it did the, the immediate switcheroo there. So hopefully so crossroads, so many cross- and he hit all four turnbuckles. There so, so many crossroads was there, people were dancing at him. Were dancing at the crossroads. Um, I'm all people. over uh, Cody and Black. That could be amazing. I cannot wait for that. Um, but it does lead me back to every time someone debuts, I say this sentence. Give me Alistair Black and Kenny Omega. Give it to me yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. So many dream matches. Just Kenny is this this mythical figure in this company. Like, Because when he was in New Japan, you're like, man, you know, pre-AEW, you're like, God, I hope to God he signs a WWE just to see some cool matches, even just for a year. And now you've got the chance because so many WWE guys have been released and have ended up here. You're getting a lot of these matches. It's perfect. Love it. Well, More we have it. to get we have to get it out of the way quick so he can face Bucky Murphy or whatever we're going to call him. <laughs> Bucky Murphy. Murphy, the mirror match, blue yeah. Sub Zero versus slightly darker blue Sub Zero. Yeah, Love two Spider Man's pointing at each other. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. That could be great though. Um, uh, let's just move to that then. We'll stay on Omega then for a minute. The um, the Hangman thing this week. This is Chef's kiss. Mm, it's good good this is arguably and I think we we might have said this before some stage on the pod this is brewing and building to be arguably the best built storyline in wrestling in years possibly since the summer of punk and the money in the bank run with Cena he had this is the first time I've been so invested and chomping at the bit for this to happen you know if they play this out right it should be the main event of all in and hangman should win the belt yeah, it's time. It's definitely time. They've waited for hope- the fans. They've waited to go back on the road. They've teased it just a lo- enough along the way to keep us kind of dangling at the end of the stick. So th- this is such good shit, pal. Yeah. Yeah, this is something they just they need to be very, very careful with. You cannot fuck this up. Yeah. Now, I think 
would it make him more of a baby face to lose again or would it just be like oh fuck Don't this guy it. he never wins the big one no you know I, no I think there definitely the, he wins the belt anyway in his first meeting with Omega he has to because that's the, the the mountain to climb but I think there might be a little blip before it just to kind of elongate it and get us to All Out because All Out is still two months away so there's still Fighter Fest and all these sort of places to go in the meantime someone's going to have to duck the fight first so who whether it's Hangman still not believing he has the confidence to, to go against Kenny or if it's Kenny and or Don ducking the fight initially. You, you announce it and then you, you announce it then you have him get jumped and written off and then be it like a neck thing and then he comes out in a neck brace and fucking hits a buckshot while wearing a neck brace, rips the butt, rips the neck brace off and challenges him to all to match it all out. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You could have Kenny, or you could have Kenny trying to duck it like he's the one on the neck brace. He, uh, they do a, a worked. How would you even put it like that? Uh, Doc Gallows bumps into him and he takes a hilarious spill and pretends he's hurt his neck and he won't <laughs> yeah. let doctors see him. You know, and he's like, "No, my neck is all jacked up. I, ca- I can't wrestle. I can't wrestle." I'm sure, I've seen a doc. I've seen a doc, and you have Doc Gallows in a doctor's jacket. Like. <laughs> there you go, doctor. <laughs> doctor. Um, doctor. They diagnosed that ring postitis for the new day that time. <laughs> very true um you could have something where kenny's the one trying to get out of the match and i think it should be that kenny sees that the walls are closing in around him and and it's all leading to hangman well you've got don as well as well to play that villainous role if you want to keep kenny strong as well so it could be a case that don is ducking the fight on behalf of kenny so he kind of keeps kenny strong but um it gives him the out as well a series of matches a series of matches where members of the dark order have to face Kenny's boys basically in the build up to it and if they beat each one of them that person is banned from ringside mm, so you'll have like say Anderson, Anderson against would say but no Silver is probably not cleared but Anderson against one of them Gallows against another then have the Bucks against Grayson and Uno like the week before all out so you can announce Are the we... match and say this is where it's happening but then you have matches to build up and you're like okay this is how you remove any outside interferences out of it or whatever let me paint you a picture with Ooh. words. The canvas. Remember? The canvas. The canvas. Remember The Rock versus Mankind on Raw that night when Mankind won the title? Yeah, huh? That's not going you to put in seats. It's, it's, apparently it did. Um, you could recreate that. All the elements are already in place. Corporate ministry were there. Yeah. Um, you had DX making the save for Mankind. You got Dark Order and you've got the Elite. You have the Dark Order and the Elite Hunter. You've got all these aspects. You could literally have, not to put fucking Kazarian over as much, you could have Kazarian do the Stone Cold type entrance where he's the one that eventually helps him win or whatever. All the elements are there. However you want to put it in place, you can literally redo that match and have the same response to the guy winning the Um, title. Moxley, if you can get Moxley in just for one night as a surprise to be the Austin run-in. Yeah. But like, I know obviously it's different circumstances and certain guys aren't as over. <laughs> Dark Order aren't exactly DX and Triple H and all that at the time, but uh, with all that the crowd, elements are... They will be. True. But if you look at the exact situation, it's right oh, yeah. there. It's yeah. exactly the same story that you could do right there and have the same the same payoff at the end. They'll probably want, the, they wouldn't want Hangman's victory to be seen as not very clean, but you can do it in a way where he still gets the win, but the other guys cancel out the the gang wars at ringside. 
yeah, there's gang wars, but you have minimal actual contact or interaction yeah. with the two lads who are in the ring around it as well. Sort of the victory still looks clean, but you still have the shenanigans and the moment of all the lads being out there with him at the end mm-hmm. of it as well. It's yeah, right there. It's right there. And you should do mix <laughs> do mix promo afterwards as well. <laughs> Hangman's <laughs> talking about two little people he's got at home and it's two cans of beer. <laughs> uh, little bud. Delio did it. <laughs> little bud, little natty. Ah, <laughs> uh, the night that Big Daddy O did it. Good times. So that's there. So it's easily the uh, <laughs> the best story in wrestling, and it's there's nothing even close to it. No, it's. Uh, but you could go good. from you could go right from Hangman Kenny, where it ends it all out, and then you start into Roman and the Rock around the same time. So you've got oh. a nice little. There's a nice little end of the year situation going on here with some big storylines. So. Lads, I'm not long out of penis. I'm not long out of penis cast here. Stop making it so wreck. <laughs> <laughs> There's good times um, ahead, and crowds are back, and everyone's going to be that little bit more over because the crowds are back. Good times. Big shout out to Evil Uno as well. He's been killing it the last couple of weeks with his promos yes. with Kenny. Yeah, I don't get. There's a lot of people have a serious dislike of Uno, and I don't get it. I think it's probably stems from the initial debut of the Dark Order Maybe, um, yeah. when Dynamite started. Yeah. That turned a lot of people off, but Jesus Christ, come on. They've been exceptional ever since. He can yeah. talk. He actually yeah. can talk. He plays the crowd well. Yeah, um, I think he's got he's got really good timing. His, his cadence for throwing out a promo, especially a long one like the ones he's been cutting lately, he has a really good cadence and he doesn't run through stuff. Mm. Um, so, like, he looks the Fortunately, part. he didn't see the Bangkok joke coming, unfortunately. So he's got That's always oh, unfortunate. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming, but I still yeah. popped so hard for it. <laughs> Because it's just Kenny and Don type of humor. It's like, oh, you absolute assholes. That's I was, so bad. And I, I knew it. it was coming, but I was hoping it would go the other way. And when Kenny turned around and said it, that Uno would kick him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really hoping that that's the way they were going to go with it. And I was like, okay, I would have fucking popped even even bigger for that. But uh, mm. no, it got me good. knew it was coming, but yeah, it was, it was good shit. But as good as the Evil Uno promo was this week, it still wasn't the best promo on Dynamite. No, nowhere near it. What was this oh guy's boy. name again? Dan Lambert. Oh, yes. <laughs> the God. funny thing was when, when Archer came out to beat the piss out of him, you have Jorge Masvidal and Amanda Nunes just laughing at him. <laughs> so it's brilliant. You're like, maybe you shouldn't have cut to them or maybe they should have done something. The segment was fucking hilarious. All of it. I love I didn't I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know of Dan Lambert in the mm. wrestling capacity before. I didn't know he did things with impact and I think MLW as well. MLW, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was completely new to this, and I guess uh, uh, probably a lot of people were because of the the initial reaction he got. But my God, when he came out and started cutting the heel promo on you people, yeah. fucking hell, that was. It's been a long time since there's been a good you people promo. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem was he, when when he was on Impact. I can remember it was when I was reviewing it. Um, the first couple of weeks they were on it, there was very little talk, and it was just they were doing shitty backstage things and kind of grabbing lads at ringside and stuff. There was no talking to it. And the moment he won me over was the moment he was given a microphone and given 60 seconds to talk. Yeah. My God. He has given a better promo in four minutes of Dynamite than anyone has on WWE television in a decade. And most of AEW. Yeah. Decade. My God. Was he like the Jim Cornette surrogate figure? Is what I oh, he's one hundred percent supposed to be the Cornette surrogate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. 
It's really cool, really cool promo. Um, so, Pat McAfee vibes, you know, it was just like, who's this asshole? Oh, holy shit, he can talk. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he, yeah. he fucking sold. Yeah. Um, he took so a good bump. I, I always think it's funny when you see celebrities or outsiders, when you see them taking bumps. I'm always fascinated by how they do the, the flat back. And he was like, yeah. oh, that's perfect. He nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Antox with the shout. It was, I, I thought it was a good balance, actually, of you kind of who burying people, but... He had the names right of the right people to bring up and mention to put them over mm-hmm. as well. It was mm-hmm. a really, it was a, just a really intelligent promo. Crowd played along. They knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like, you know, they 100%. knew that he was just being the, the cranky dude with yep. a podcast type thing. Yeah. Yep. They yep. knew they were being brought along for the ride and they bought into it. But that's what you're supposed to do at a wrestling show yeah. as well. We say, it about, we say it about at OTT. We know who the heels and the faces are. We know we're probably going to be drinking with the heels afterwards and having a laugh with them. <laughs> you know, but, you know, for that moment when you're in there, yeah, you're going to boo the shit out of them. You're going to be up in each other's faces. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Logan Bryce, of all people. Mm. I've had some fucking great chats with him on his fucking Twitch channel there down over the last six months or so. And we were even joking about the fact, he's like, I'm pretty sure I got up in your face at a show once. I was like, once? That happened fucking nearly every month left. <laughs> you know, just shit like that. And he was like, like, but we had drinks together as well, haven't we? He's like, yeah, we fucking have. He's like, fuck. You know, he saved my, like I think he, he saved a pint one time on me where um, I didn't quite get that the dive was coming because I was more oh, focused on yeah. the wrestler who was dead at my feet. I was like, what's that noise? And he's like, move. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, six, six foot three dude is flying through the air yeah. at my face. Move. Yeah, but some shit like that. I said, this is what happened here, you know, and he, he obviously knows as well with stuff like that, with OTT and AEW or fan, have fans that do it as well. You play along, you go along for the ride. Whatever happens afterwards, you could be interacting with these people on Twitter or after the show and you're all pally-pally with them. That's great. But for the moment, when you're in that show and in that moment, you go along with what's happening in front of you. It's you react to what's well. out there. And that's what makes you... Yeah. And just have the fun with it. Yeah, it's, it's what makes it so better. fucking enjoyable. T- all I will say, Tivoli. <laughs> um, I've never got to experience it. I was raging. Uh, I never got to go to one. I'm actually, I'm actually wanting to go back and watch old... OTT shows. This, this is like your Hammerstein ballroom, like it's like your ECW oh, arena. Yeah, its allure will only greater, uh, greaten in time with the the mystique that it had. Yeah, legit. I, Cody I won. Cody won the strap match, or just got to one match on KEW this week. Ah, uh, we've kind of oh. touched on bits and pieces. Ah, of we, it, have. Like, yeah, we have. Yeah, we From later on, um, the Wardlow FTR against Hager, Santana, and Ortiz was grand. Solid. I missed the. I missed. I won't say most of the show, but I missed the first couple of matches because I kind of. Excuse me, I kind of skipped through a lot of it. But I heard I missed, Andrade and Matt Seidel wasn't great or something, it or it didn't have the energy of. It was great. On a debut. Um, Andrade looked like someone who, and then there was a pair in a minute. But to me, Andrade looked like someone who hasn't worked much lately. Right. Give it six months. These, yeah, give it yeah. six months, and these lads end up in a match together again, and it's going to be a completely different story. But yeah. uh, Andrade, yes, like, like, I wouldn't be worried about Andrade in three months' time. You know, I think he'll be fine, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's literally it's. It was uh, yeah. a Monday Night Raw middle of the road match. Nothing spectacular. Right. Okay, when you'd expect, a, you'd expect a lot more from a debut of a superstar, but right, it didn't. It wasn't bad. It's just. It was like everyone came out. It was like, ah, oh, that was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but given the given the run that said Al has been on with having some great matches lately, and the fact that he was going in there with someone like Andrade, who we all know can reach that height, mm-hmm. people felt let down by it. But it wasn't necessarily a bad match. It just it, it wasn't it wasn't what it could have been if both of them were operating at their at their peak. 
but that'll come with time. So yeah, it's not to worry about. Um, one of the young bucks did a Canadian destroyer off the apron through a table to go to the ad break. I missed the main event. I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch <laughs> it over like, the weekend. What? <laughs> yeah, they, it was. Uh, it, it was fun. Car uh, crash. Yeah. It, it was like was the was it all out again when they had the was it Escalera de la Muerte ladder match? Oh and yeah. They did something similar off a ladder through a table. <laughs> With a he destroyer as well. Yeah. The Brit this promo, was, yeah, I did see that. That was good. Yeah, it was a street okay. fight at the end of the day, so I'm not going to hold it to the standards of a tag match. It was a street fight. Mental shit is going to happen, so. Yeah. Uh, Brit and her I... Saudi Arabia stuff. Oh, I popped. I popped huge for that. Good shit. Yeah. It's the pettiness we all know and love. Yeah, I'm sure people got their knickers in a twist over it as usual. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to the shout. TK has his blood money. Let's be honest. Yeah. There's blood money in that family <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, just a quick thing on the Brit promo. It was good to see that Rebel is still there, given the fucking injury and stuff like that. It's nice that she's mm. not been completely taken off TV and stuff. Uh, so it's good to see her still there. Uh, Britt Baker's uh, assistant and makeup artist, Reba. You address her she, by her proper title. She, you look she, is, she is good sister, Rebel. Good sister rebel, yeah. Um, she's great. She's great on TV. Yeah, young bucks. Um, Can't kiss to keep her crutch. Yeah, <laughs> young bucks defended the title over Penta and Eddie Kingston as well. So yeah, there was definitely a cool. few moments in that match where I thought they might have actually changed it. Mm-hmm. They swapped the belts, so they they got me on a couple of occasions where I thought they might have pulled the trigger. Going into that match, I thought, nah, there's there's no way they're, they're swapping the belts here to to a non-tag team. But to be fair to them, they, they got me good. Um, I... Disappointed that the Young Bucks shaved off their facial hair because that, yeah. that popped me good last week. I uh, reckon... I'm glad we're out of the taping schedule era where yeah. they were taping two shows. Now we got live every week, guaranteed, which is great. It's great um... because they react quite well if things don't mm. hit. So with the tape shows, you're kind of stuck if you're if something doesn't hit on the first show and you have the second one already recorded. There's fuck yeah. all you can do. Now they can pivot or react or laugh things off fairly quick. But there was one thing I did want to ask about Gordo, and uh, I wanted to get his op- professional opinion on this oh and see um, how he felt about uh, Chris Statlander tagging into a match uh, while uh, under the rope. We all it wasn't the only thoughts. time. We all know my thoughts on tag team rules. <laughs> there was another tag later. I think it was in the same match where they were both in the ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. It's not I difficult, so that. It's I fucking so not hard. difficult. <laughs> it's basic it's shit. Soul. I'm, fed up. I'm fed up with calling it out at this point, yeah. but it's there and it hurts. Your penis? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just a quick thing, where do we see it being the, what do we see being the end game for getting the titles off the books? Insofar as I was who, literally going to ask the same question. Who's being built at the moment? My own thoughts on it is this is where Santana and Ortiz finally get their crowning. And Antox is having what I'm having. Yeah, like you, you have to look at it from the point of view of face heel. Um, Young Bucks being the big heel team that they are. So it has to be a face team that takes the belts off them. The big face challengers on the list would be kind of Jurassic Express. Nah, he wouldn't exactly do it, but to be good to put a strap on Jungle Boy, they could build that uh, up. Uh, the team. 
Whatever Anna's into. <laughs> I just unmuted at the right time. <laughs> oh, that popped me good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, because they're building towards that and it's something that they've been building towards for a while is the FTR and um, Santana and Ortiz feud. They had the trios match this week with Wardlow and Hager. I think, is it next week or possibly the week after? They haven't announced it yet. They're going to have the, the actual tag team match. And that is going to fuck good. I've been, I've been looking forward to this since there was rumors that they were leaving Impact. Yeah. And they've slow built it. They've intentionally waited and built this so yep. that they could have the live crowd back for it. If this was WWE, we'd be sick of this feud already because they'd have had we'd 17 matches, 17 times. Yep. 14 yeah. distraction roll-ups, three no contests, and one final winner that nobody cared about because everyone switched off already. Because by that stage, you're watching two losers. Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of losers. Bunch oh, of Murphy, losers. T- Murphy talks about 50-50 booking on that uh, oh, interview with SRS as well. Briefly. I'm looking forward to watching mention. this. Mm-hmm. Um, need to move on anyway because Cody's asking me to take it home so um, we got to get some food soon so I'm on a, I'm on oh, a time limit here it's now good, it's classic Kira you know does she not know your Friday night schedule yet <laughs> yeah she, she's hungry we gotta we gotta we gotta eat, eat soon eat the beast um, eat the beast just don't feed her after uh, oh good lord <laughs> cut that um <laughs> Uh, MSK did not drop the titles, which I was very surprised in NXT. You mean Carter and Nash, the tag team champions in NXT? When they came out to the ring and then they did their thing. Oh, God. Vic Vic Joseph. Fucking leave Vic Joseph alone, lads. Fuck's sake. Nick isn't here to defend him this week, so I will. Leave him alone. (laughs) The only only thing that's wrong with Vic is that he's fucking banging McKenzie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what um, Antox saying? What's up with them getting booed? It's been happening uh, like since they won the the Dusty since Classic. They, I think since they beat Grizzled Young Vets because people thought that it was Grizzled Young Vets' time. So eventually they're going to drop the titles to Grizzled Young Vets, and everything will be all right with the world. Yeah, yeah, they've hurt them. Um, they're going to have to turn MSK heel. I don't know how they're doing it because there's very few tag teams and fewer babyface ones. So. Um, the the fans aren't aren't stupid, you know, and unfortunately some of the smarter marks are a little bit stubborn in their ways shockingly uh but yeah they they really kind of missed the nail with this one um msk should have been brought in as the smarmy heel tag team and it, it would have been an instant hit because they do have that, that kind of swagger about them where i could oh easily dislike them Ooh. What? Boomer is it that it's Izzy's parents that started the booze because they said some stuff about people training too young. Oh, will you stop? And I, I'm all in on this. <laughs> I'm all in on it. This is now my, my reality that this happened. I love it. I love it. I believe it. I've seen how they interact with people on Twitter. I would well believe they'd do something like that. Because uh, people Grimes are the worst. Grimes is now Knight's butler. We all saw that coming. Eventually, he'll have the crowning moment where he beats him, beats LA Knight for the title. Did yeah. they, times. I know they might not watch each other's product, but surely if you know one company does a very yeah. specific storyline that has a very unique outcome, then you're probably going to hear about it through the grapevine and say, you know what, maybe we won't do that because it's too similar to something that they did a few weeks ago. This funny thing is, this one makes more sense compared to the other one, even though it is just a retread of what happened or, and we've seen it a few months ago in terms of the story, this one, 
makes more sense. So it's like, maybe you could have held off, but they've got lightning in a bottle with Cameron Grimes. So they're doing the rags to riches type thing, I guess. Whatever. We'll get some funny segments out of it. AW did nothing with the butler. Yeah, what, what happened? Like they did the, the wedding and then that was kind of the end of it, wasn't it? He was the ring bearer or some shit, wasn't it? Did you just say ring bearer or ring bearer? Ring bearer. Ring bearer. <laughs> ring bearer. <laughs> totally different connotation. Please tell me how I met your mother reference. Please tell me uh, someone got it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Fitz. There you go. Uh, the women's tag team titles have changed hands again. Yeah, as always, thank. We said she'd win a title by the end of the year. We didn't think it would be the tag titles. Yeah. Uh, this is when um, Tegan Knox returned. She was the battery thing. That was kind Maybe. of spoiled as well by the fact that she worked a dark match on Raw this week. Yeah. Like, ah, she's the battery thing then. Yep. Unfortunately, it was ruined. But, ah, look, delighted to see her back. Everyone knows big Tegan fan, so. Yeah, hopefully she stays fit now and not... Yeah. Another injury been, could be the end, I think. They probably cursed. will lose patience. She's only got I, too many knees to break. Yeah. Yeah. I, she, does I a, she does her ACL again. I can't see her surviving the next round of releases. They'd eventually I don't know. have to cut. I, I reckon it'd be a case of repurpose into a training job and stuff. She'd Maybe. done, like, I'm pretty sure she was involved in some of the training for people over in the UK and stuff before she ever even went over there. Like, I know she's very young still as well, but. Obviously, we know the way Remember when she got signed and they, she was working out her dates and she worked OTT that time? She done a fucking 450 to the concrete right on her knees before she fucking landed yeah. in America. You're like, Wonder, what are you doing? And what, she had nothing but problems <laughs> with since she went over to America? Yeah, she's fucked. Oh, I was like, whoa, no, what have you national, done? I mean, fair play stadium. to you, you're going balls out, but yeah, when the lights are on bright in the national stadium. Ruining Tegan Knox's WWE career. <laughs> Oh, you know what? that's what OTT should be cancelled for. They should, yeah. they should be cancelled for stuff. That's why I'm There's been no OTT madness this week, actually. Not that I've seen anyway. I've probably missed something. Uh, well, David Starr made his return to Twitter. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So the usual, the usual folks were tweeting out about, oh, well, Joe's going to like it. Joe's going to book him. There's, there's this is buddy David Starr I'm like okay right that's the only people who are actually giving this any attention are ye and not OTT so exactly. OTT are literally living rent free in your fucking heads yeah. you absolute fucking planks yeah. <laughs> yeah you absolute plank that's for you David that's for you buddy oh what um, a fucking clown he is I've missed um, this the last couple of weeks boys I've missed this yeah you missed it um, is, he must have a nice life, David Starr, where he has the time and money to see three therapists to help him on his way back to normality. Look, he just he likes right really counter <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Fuck that guy. Fuck that no, guy. No, no, don't actually, because that's don't what act, yeah, 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 that's where the, the stalking begins, yes. Um, and all of the, the bad shit. And so, the grey rape. Don't forget the grey rape. Not a mention of it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just amazing? He In fact, says he professed that he, his innocence. Yes, he said he was innocent despite using the phrase grey rape at the time. You know? <laughs> I'm laughing because his stories oh. are just so hilariously ludicrous. And it's quite sad. It is. Uh, Adam Cole defeats Kyle O'Reilly with the last shot. Very good match. Was surprised with the winner. But I'm guessing Why? we're going to get a rubber match. I thought there were. There you go. Yeah, 30 you 50, go, yeah. son. Yeah. 
This was the most I, obvious result of the night, I thought. Mm. I, for some reason, thought that Cross and Gargano was this week. And I was like, Same. oh, yeah, so it's next week. Should have been. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm trying um, to get through things quickly here, to be honest. So. I, I do want to point out how terribly bad Cross's promo was this week. Dear God, that grand. man should not speak. That was grand. He yeah. speaks badly. Solid. Done the job. Nothing spectacular. He's no yeah. uh, leader of American top team. But No, yeah. he, he only needs to say like seven or eight words. I will murder yeah. you in your sleep. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> That's all talking so much. That's about as much promo time as you get on main event anyway, so. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it is looking like they're being separated on the roster. Is That is worrying. But anyway. Um, hilarious. Well, skipping through Raw. And I got to a part where they announced a load of matches for next week. And I was like, none of these matches are going to happen. They'll all be torn up. And then I realized Raw is taped next week. Mm-hmm. It was just jarring to hear them actually announce matches matches ahead of time. They never and it will still that. change up. Yeah, probably, probably. So it was it was taped twenty four hours later. They had twenty four whole hours. Oh, <laughs> oh, script changes or something else. Murphy goes into. I, I should probably stop spoiling this stuff, but he will get into it in more detail. But yeah, seriously, he gets into all that stuff as well. Um, Jackson Riker and r Truth defeated Elias and Cedric. Now look at that! What? Wasn't that for a match on Raw? Yeah. Jackson Riker and R-Truth together. Yeah. Couple of pals. Surely one of those things is not like the other. Well, I think Twitter had a bit of fun with that. One of them would be Storm in the Capitol Wrestling Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The revolution. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically R-Truth ran off as the match was starting because uh, Tazawa came out and there was 24-7 shenanigans. And then Riker essentially won a handicap match. Ah, speaking of Jackson Riker, actually, and people of his ilk, Drake Younger had his return match oh, to Aspen this week. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, he got on the mic after the, the, the match the, and professed, you know, he's there to save the children. Oh, people are trying to steal serious? the children. People are trying to steal and sell kids. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, this happened. Oh, there's a video of it. Uh, we oh. will link you up. Oh, my God. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's... Um, He's going to be the most popular wrestler in the history of America. It's going to be amazing. His, uh, he's starting a podcast. Did you read that? We're it's never going to have quiet weeks younger again. Younger brains. Yeah, exactly. Younger brains. We never have to worry about content as long as his podcast goes on. Won't somebody please think of the children? Um, cool. I don't really want to talk much about Raw, to be honest, because there's better things to do. Um, yeah. Uh, the fucking Drew and Jinder Mahal thing. That's like something that people were, you know, they could have had, they had a nice storyline they could have done there and they did it all in one week. Yeah, well. Yeah, uh, well. Yeah, cool. they, they, they don't know how to do that, though. Uh, best match, worst match. Um, bleh. I haven't seen the main, of, the main event of AW, so I have to leave that out. Um... Best match. I'll go Cole and O'Reilly. Cole O'Reilly or the women's tag match. I really like the women's tag match. I'll go Cole O'Reilly, yeah. Cool. I can see, and I, I, I'm going to preface this by saying I know it's the developmental brand. 
But I can see why Indy Hardwell was getting a bit of stick for the last few months. There's still elements of greenness in her, but her character yeah. work over over covers up a lot of it. And the return of Index after the after the match was Index just lives. wholesome content. <laughs> we all loved Speaking of wholesome content, Fitz, did you see the thing I sent into the WhatsApp earlier from Quizlemania? I did not see it because um, I'm going to watch the whole thing later. Okay, okay, well, I won't spoil it then. 40 minutes in, there's a part where, you know, the thing where they ask wrestling Twitter, you know, what's it called? Catchphrase or whatever, where they have, you know, the, the seven answers and you have three, you know, you can only get three wrong, that whole segment. Um, it's about the biggest pops in wrestling history. And the first answer that Sully gives is fucking amazing. And the reaction, it's, it's, my fa- it's one of my favorite things I've seen all week. You'll, you'll love it. So 40 minutes in, it's beautiful stuff. He's a man after my own heart, is Sully. What a hero. Uh, worst match? Mm. Women's 8-person tag match or the strap match? Say women's eight person thingy on Raw, yeah. It was real women's bad. Women's eight was terrible, but she's almost a superhero, you see. Almost. I think it's a bit harsh even putting the strap match into that equation. It was shite. It really wasn't, Gordo. Only way it could be any worse is if fucking Austin Gunn was special referee. <laughs> special <laughs> referee, Austin Gunn. That's some universe modes to shit there. Um... Nah, the, 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 women's, the women's eight matches and a category of its own I'm joking cool uh, well it had to be from Raw because I didn't see it and um, therefore it bad <laughs> solid logic I like it uh, best and worst segment there's a lot of good ones this week uh, I'm uh, gonna say Dan Lambert one. I think so Think so. and Black debut. Well, Black is a segment that wasn't part of the match, so yeah, that was a segment. So definitely Alistair Black's debut or Malachi Black's debut. And I'll give I'll give the shout out to Lambert because I really enjoyed that. I thought it was very old school, good heat promo. And also Our on segment. another day, Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Segments from Dynamite this week. Um, worst segment is probably the Loch the Loch Ness monster nonsense. Loch Ness monster, or yeah. Nikki explaining how she's almost a superhero. Yeah. She'll Look, get I'm it fully, over. I'm fully convinced she'll get it over. I, I love yeah. Nikki Cross, but I there's just something yeah. about this that I'm like. And if you want to get it over, well, hey, well, hey, yeah, multiple history segments. Yeah, definitely not good. Uh, wrestler and show of the week. Ooh, Malachi Black. Yep, absolutely. And Dynamite. I think Dynamite too. So Black and Dynamite. Um, I'm going to say Zoe Stank and Dynamite. There you go. I'm happy. I'm happy for Zoe Stank. I will. Oh, we had the announcement of the uh, Future Stars breakout tournament thing on NXT as well. Oh, yeah. Eight-person tournament. Carmelo Hayes. To the moon with Carmelo Hayes. That's what I say. Oh, we never talked about the cipher. Oh, hit fucking row. Oh. Yeah. That yeah, was like, segment of the week from NXT. <laughs> it was good, but also really confusing. I, Why? It, I, In that I, it was totally not for me kind of thing, but yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is kind of cool. Yeah, it <laughs> was. Um, Alex Pawlowski had the tweet of the week. He was like, is that the blackest thing to happen on WWE television in history? <laughs> it was a very good tweet. Um, yeah, it, was good it wasn't for me. Um, Miss Evan Paddy were sitting there like, is this, 
is this how these always go? I, I don't yeah. know. But uh, you look, tell Swerve I, is the better of the lot of them. A soup covered it last night. Swerve is clearly the better of all of them. Oh yeah, uh, and that's why he's yeah. the leader of the group. Anything, anything with Swerve gets my seal of approval. Yeah, um, yeah. Good leave stuff, him in NXT. Never leave him near the main roster because I don't want him to get destroyed and end up joining the Street Profits. We talked about Dynamite for so long that we didn't get enough time to cover Great American Bash, but I thought it was a great show this week. I really enjoyed NXT this week. I thought, um, yeah, both of them were really strong. Raw was there. Yeah, but definitely Dynamite. I think it's untouchable this week. Return to well, life, I think, put it over the edge. Yeah, there, there's there's elements of NXT that I didn't like. Um, you know, roll-up in the NXT Tag Team Championship win. Yeah. Distraction roll up in well, it wasn't distraction roll up, it was uh interference LA Knight winning with the the million dollar belt, uh, distraction win and the women's tag match. Just cut that shit out on like a pay per view worthy event, and it would have been infinitely better. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was, but if this was a takeover and those things happened, I'd have been pissed off. Yeah, I think some of the finishes were very much this is a TV show, this is a TV episode, I should say, compared mm. to you know, what it should be and that it's it's a pay-per-view level show, but... Yeah. Uh, it was very easy this week, despite us taking ages to get through it. Um, Gordo, plug me up. Yes, indeedy. Um, yeah, people want to uh, get more of us. Wait, sorry, too soon. Yeah, a bit premature there, Fitz, eh? Um, Jeff, people want to get more of us at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast you're going to get us on all of your favourite podcast apps so you'll get us on your iTunes, Google Podcasts Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now you're going to get us again next week and every week um, also please check out us and these fine folks themselves over at Wrestling Soup, WrestlingSoup.com um, their show this week was absolutely fantastic, I was able to listen along to most of it, I think I missed the first 15 or so minutes that I need to listen back to If uh, you want to hear Tony Can's complete lie about that 100 grand explosion broken oh, down in great detail lads, the <laughs> effort they went investigative journalism at its finest <laughs> It um, really was, it was very I bought, funny I bought Sonny a couple of blenders um, yeah, a couple of food processors Yeah, um and their rundown of the AEW roster and who they think WWE would sign uh, honestly we, we say it every week we can't recommend them enough we really can't this and this week was yeah. a great show as well so please make sure to check them out as I said it's wrestlingsoup.com also please check out our friends at Canvas Theory www.canvastheory.com Ooh. Okay. there we go uh, you can use 10% uh, use promo code AWP to get 10% off your entire order uh, only shipping to but the Gordo, US though only shipping when are they to the shipping US. to Europe uh, when Spurs win the Premiership, Fitz. Um, you can also follow us on wow, Twitter. What a fucking drive-by! Holy shit! Wow! Yeah, when you fucking try to rev me plugs, look what fucking happens. I'm going to go Owen Wilson on your ass right now. Wow! Um, yep. Yeah, so I said you can get us on Twitter if you just look for the AW Pod. You'll also find a link on there for our Discord. We can come join the live fun and have the bands with us. Um, you'll also be able to come check us out. Just have fun. It's, you get most of the fun when you listen back, but all the fun is in the live recording on a Friday evening. Um, you can also check us out on Twitch. Look up twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Drop us a follow on there, cost you nothing to do it, but it also really helps us out if you do follow us. Are we going playing something this weekend, boys? I hope so. Um, up. Well, hey, we thinking tonight or tomorrow? Because I think tomorrow I'm I may good. end up I'm watching. Good with either. I may end up being a bit busy tomorrow before the McGregor fight, so 
Yeah, I'd rather not get so much drinking done ahead of the main card at 3am because I'll just fall asleep. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe a couple of brewskis tonight while playing a couple of games. I'm on for it if you are. Um, Yeah, I can be. I need to get some food after this, but then it should be good. Did you have a look at that game I sent in? I know it costs $14.99, but have a look at it. See what you think. Um, It would cost us $14.99 each to play it, but it might be worth it. I don't know. It looks really cool. I can't even pronounce it. I can't even remember the name of it. Super Sport Mackin or Machen or something. It looks it looks like hella fun. Um, that or we could do four player um, dodgeball simulator again. Uh, yeah. You weren't there for well, this, Gordo. Actually, we played uh, four hours, basically a battle royal type situation. Uh, it was just me, Sean, Nikki, and Fitz. Uh, it's just us on the map, and whoever got the most kills wins. Type thing. It's quite oh. a good, good. Yeah, it was good. So we could do that either. Not to yeah. brag, Ordo, but we also got a we we also got a, a trophy in Fall we Guys. We did. We crowned it up. Yeah, nice. we got another oh, crown. I, got, I got myself a solo crown the other day, actually. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. stream didn't happen. Kira, you might have to wait a couple of more minutes. It's only going to be two minutes. I one hundred percent in Metal Gear Solid Five the other night. Oh yes, Lads, this is the this game was achievement painful, of the century. Painful misery is what this was. Absolute misery. Much like Kira's stomach now, and she's waiting for food. <laughs> but this was misery. Um, but it's done. It's done. I can't believe it's finally here. Two hundred and fifty-six hours of of gameplay it took over the course of six years, but it's done. And I don't know what to do with my life now. I've been, what, what I've been working on this game for months. Uh, Metal Gear 5. What about Metal Gear 6? <sighs> Shut up, Fitz. Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Shut up, Mimsy. <laughs> that was too easy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's over. I'm it's sorry. So now, you know, there was always this, you know, there's no more Metal Gear games coming out ever because, you know, falling, people falling out. But there was always the, well, at least you can always 100% Metal Gear and it's going to take, or Metal Gear 5 and it's going to take you, you know, years. Because, you, you know, you don't have the amount of free time as you used to have. And it did take years. But now there's nothing left. There's no new Metal Gear content for me to play. Now what do I do with my life? You know, it's very depressing when you think about it. It's not a good thing at all, actually. I wish I didn't do this. Where's my time machine? Give <laughs> a hot tub. <laughs> have a hot tub. Get a hot yeah. tub. Go on stream. <gasps> That's what I could do. I could, st- I could do hot tub streams. Use all that money to invest to buy the Metal Gear IP, then give it to Capcom and go make me some games. That could work. Ooh, Subscribe to Twitch for some hot tub action. <laughs> Donate. <laughs> we'll get this going. Death Stranding. Ah, it looks horrendously boring, Sean. I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I could. <sighs> Director's cut. I don't know. Will anyone watch it? I can't imagine sitting down watching someone playing, you know, Deliver the Parcel Simulator. I don't know. I don't know. Huge matches announced for SmackDown. Oh, fuck off. Are you serious? Uh, Nakamura and Baron Corbin go one-on-one and Cesaro and Rollins go one-on-one because we definitely haven't seen those matches in a while. Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> Are they just trolling themselves it, at this stage? They have to be trolling. Maybe they're like, let's see how bad we can get the ratings because we're going to get a ratings bump next week anyway. Tonight's the last 
live Thunderdome show. Live, live. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, deliverance is right. Deliverance is right. Um, we will be on Twitch later. I'm assuming more than like. Oh, where's Natty? Where's Natty in the one dollar tear? She <laughs> uh, she's not, but Alan Iverson is. Oh, yes, in God. the one dollar category. I know who that oh, person Lord. is. Do I see Isaiah Thomas in there anywhere? He should be six dollars. Isaiah, um, yeah. you met the criteria. <laughs> he met the criteria, but he wasn't selected, Gordo. <laughs> Where's Larry Bird? Now that is a fucking deep cut. I love it. Uh, I'll be at the match while you're playing. Yeah, we'll um, probably 11. Fitz, are you on for a couple of games tonight or no? Uh, we'll see what the mood is like later. Cool. And Nikki, are you on or are you still dead? Who knows? Nah. Well, fuck you then. He didn't even consider it. He was just like, nah. Fair enough. Nikki is mostly deceased at the moment, so. Send your thoughts and prayers to Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do something later, one way or the other, and uh, say good night all. Wait, that's not the thing we do anymore. Do we Steve, the... Before we say night all, do I hear something in the different in the distance? Oh, I think I think you do. <gasps> uh oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>